Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 343. Today's topic is Show Me the Total Cash. And this episode of WP Water Cooler is brought to you by Superpress, makers of Desktop Server. Where's the banner? There you go. Right there, Serverpress Makers Desktop Server. I want to say thank you very much for Serverpress for helping us out. We really appreciate it. You can go over to their website over at serverpress.com. Let's go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. Cosper, how about you start us off? Well, hey, everybody. I'm Jason Cosper, a.k.a. Fat Mullenweg, and we're going to be talking about the state of the word today. (laughs) That's tomorrow. (laughs) How about you, Manny? Hey guys, uh, I'm uh, Manny. I'm a web developer based here in Vegas, and I'm, I'm freezing. I had to unpack all my winter clothes, and glad to be here. Good to have you on, Manny. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog, and I do this show as well as another show called WP Blab. And tomorrow we're actually doing our Mystery Science Theater 3000 style uh, interpretation of. Um, of uh, stay the word, so we're gonna have a lot of fun with that. Bridget and I are gonna um, have a few drinks, hang out, and she go- she actually doesn't even go to the event. She sits in her hotel room, and then her and I just kind of watch the video play out, and we just have some fun and kind of talk about the things. What time is on. it tomorrow? Um, I believe it's at two o'clock, if I remember correctly, Pacific. Okay. If I remember correctly, it's on my calendar that way. So hopefully that is that that is it. Um, I do want to let you know that if you're watching on um, any of the various uh, social media places that we push this out to, if you want, you could be just like JD and you can have JD uh, went and said, uh, you know, uh, kicking off the weekend. So uh, feel free to go and uh, leave your comments in there. We'd love to throw them up on the screen and uh, even uh, talk about them and interact with them and stuff. And I uh, just want to kind of jump in a little bit here, and we're going to be talking about um, Boldgrid, Boldgrid's acquisition of uh, W3 Total Cash today, um, as well as um, other things that have been going on within the WordPress space, uh, acquisition-wise, and so on and so forth. So let's kind of let's jump in a little bit. So um, where did we where do we end up finding this one, Cosper? Uh, actually, I ended up seeing it on uh, WP Tavern. Um, announced the uh, the news uh, just recently, um, and I, I think it's really interesting, uh, especially since W3 Total Cash is one of those plugins that's been out there for for quite some time. It's one of the like most popular WordPress plugins. So uh, an acquisition of uh, a plugin so so large um, is is kind of a big deal. Uh, but uh, but especially, I mean, it's a plugin so large, but it's also a plugin with a lot of uh, baggage over the years. Um, yeah. There's been, um, you know, concerns just even, uh, what, like two or three years ago uh, where people were worried that uh, W3 Total Cash was abandoned. It wasn't seeing the updates that it should have been. Uh, it wasn't, um, you know, getting a lot of uh, you know support that people were expecting, things like that. Um, so uh, I mean, it, it's I'm glad that they basically have uh, someone to kind of shepherd it along and uh, yeah. and keep and keep pushing it forward, especially for those those million plus people who depend on it uh, every day. Uh, but you know, at, at the at the same time, like um, I have for friends and things like that, I've had to evaluate. Uh, caching plugins, and the the last time I looked, like the the kind of the top tier of the space 
we have, you know, the, the premium, there's WP Rocket. Um, and then uh, there's also um, KeyCDN makes one called Cache Enabler that works outstandingly and does not have a lot of options to configure and everything else. I mean, if, and if we're talking about W3 Total Cache, that's, uh, you know, options is nothing that they've ever shied away from. It's the option source um, Rex, if you ask me. There's a lot of options there. And and uh, in working in support and, and hosting support, um, uh, specifically uh, over the past, um, you know, not not lately, but uh, just over the past uh, 13, 14 years that I've been working with WordPress now, um, you run into a lot of people who will uh, grab a copy of W3 Total Cache and sometimes in shared hosting and things like that go, oh, hey, uh, I'll turn memcache support on or whatever, even though their host doesn't even have memcache or, um, you know, Redis support. And um, it just kind of lets you turn that stuff on and doesn't say, hey, wait a minute, I'm not finding a Redis server here. Like, what's right. going on? So there, there are definite things for, for Bullgrid to improve. And I think user experience is one of those things. Yeah, huh. it's it's interesting to see that um, that we're getting we're getting these these companies, especially when it comes to um, WordPress uh, um, hosting companies, are starting to work their way more and more into the dashboard, and that yes. they're they're either redesigning the dashboard entirely, um, they're taking parts of the dashboard and maybe having like a splash page at the very beginning that says, "Here's all the things you can install." It could be as, as simple as just like a logo up in the corner of the screen that's saying, hey, you know, we, we haven't seen what Boldgrid's going to do with this just yet, but it, there very well could be, you know, Boldgrid showing up on a site that's hosted over at DreamHost or a Boldgrid logo that's showing up that's being hosted at, you know, who, whoever else, you know, whatever other hosting company. And so it makes you think like, you know, at some point is the play to get people to switch to that, um, you know, to that provider to, you know, switch the, over to that web host because the fact that that caching plugin is doing such a good job for them that they feel maybe they should go into that space? Or is it along the lines of now that you're hosting with BoldGrid, we'll just automatically install and pre-configure all of those, um, you know, menagerie of, uh, of buttons and such um, into a point where it works really well for their web hosting environment. What do you guys think? Like, which way do you think that there is a play for this? Is it to use it as a way of advertising or do you feel that it's maybe, yes, you are using it and here's the plugin that you're, you're using on the same web host. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think there is a trending like of uh, people thinking more about page speed. If you you see like newbies and, and people that are not aware of this before, they now are paying attention to this. That it's important. It's more important not only for the user experience, but also because it's one of the SEO factors, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there is a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people now. Oh, now here's my score on GT metrics, and can you help me understand this? You know, in a, and I I think like what Boldgrid does is, a, is they are a page editor, right? Um, they have the main product is a page editor, or is it the hosting? No, it's hosting. That's hosting. Hosting, mm-hmm. uh, hosting with a page editor, right? They have a page editor built in. Yeah. So I guess, yes, they want to perhaps give an option for the newcomers to not have to worry about that, you know, page speed. <laughs> That's what I yeah. think. 
I, I, yeah, and I, I do think that there is uh, that bit of soft advertising. I know that uh, WP Engine has their PHP compatibility checker um, that uh, as people were pushing from getting off of uh, like the five, you know, five, six and et cetera branches and going, oh, can I even upgrade to seven? Can I upgrade to seven, one, seven, two? Um, so they've had that little, uh, and it's, it's become a very popular plugin over the years. Um, so um, I know that they have a little bit of soft advertisement there. Um, I know that um, there's a plugin, uh, my, my day job, I don't talk about it much here, but my day job is I work over at Liquid Web. We um, actually leverage uh, a competitor's Redis plugin in our stack, um, the Pantheon uh, Redis plugin. And uh, they don't put a big, when you activate the plugin, they don't put a big, uh, you know, powered by Pantheon or anything like that yeah, in there. I use that right. one too. Right. So, easy engine. Yeah. And, and yeah. Robot. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really easy and simple and, and works and, and does what it says it's going to do. Uh, Daniel Bach Huber, who developed that plugin, uh, you know, along with the other folks over at, uh, at Pantheon have done a great job with it. Uh, but they, they don't, they don't advertise it except for, I believe in just the repository where mm. you know you see the pantheon like branding on their banner and stuff like that but but otherwise and you know just that little like you know developed by like when you're looking at the the plugin thing but like um so you know th there are a few levels that they can go here with how they want to advertise it do they want to go um you know sorry yoast but full yoast and have like a ginormous banner uh, at the top of uh, you know things when you activate it, or do they want to go a little softer, like Pantheon, and just say like, "Hey, this is you know this is a nice plugin. Like you know we we give this to the community, like yeah. not necessarily expecting any additional." I mean, you would think that they would want to get some of the recognition from doing this, and I'm curious. Uh, does mm -hmm. the I, I didn't actually get all the way through, I think I got distracted, but um, with the, the article, uh, my ADD was, was highly, uh, yeah, today. Um, but did they say how much that they're buying total cash for? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. They didn't yeah. So, I mean, who, who knows how much they acquired it for? I, I, again, I would say a plugin with a million installs uh, across a bunch of different hosts, like that is something. And uh, I know uh, Frederick Towns from W3 Total Cash has worked in the startup space. He used to be the CTO of Mashable. Um, his LinkedIn or something like that says that he's working at a, what is it, like real estate company, Jason? Is that what we found Yeah, out? like an online real estate um, uh, software company, yeah. Right, so like he he has some idea of startups and, you know, the value of, um, you know, what his plugin is, is pulling in, you know, he sees how much that they're selling in uh, the premium support that they've been selling the past few years, stuff like that. So uh, I, I'm sure it wasn't just a, you know, drop in the bucket sort of thing, uh, sort of investment for them. Um, right. But it's definitely, um, 
I wanted yeah. to circle back around a little bit from what you were saying before about um, about plugins that tend to put, you know, you, you said uh, go full Yoast, which which cracked me up and, and it actually cracked up JD who's watching on YouTube as well. But that idea that that this plugin, this plugin's one of those plugins that you kind of set it and you forget it. And that Redis plugin that you're talking about from Pantheon, same thing. You set it and you forget it. It's not like you're logging into your dashboard. The first thing you do is you go, how's my Redis servers going? And you go <laughs> log in there and start playing around with it. Like, that's not how that works. So right. the so the idea of having a plugin that's essentially just running in the background is very utility. It just sits there and it does its thing and you never touch it ever again. Um, I, I kind of hope that that thing isn't going to sit there and start telling me a bunch of stuff like, Hey, you should do this. Hey, you should do that. It's like, ah, like your plugin just your plugin's just sitting back there making cache files, um, serving up those cached files, and that's it. Like you shouldn't be. It's doing a lot of work, but really, like for the end user or the user that's the the editor or whoever that's going to be writing for that blog, they sh really should not be having to interact with your plugin at, at all. Hopefully, ever, because there's no real good reason to be making any changes in there. Absolutely. And I mean, this is the first acquisition by Bullgrid, so at least that I'm aware of. So we don't know how they handle their their branding, etc. Like post acquisition will be something definitely to watch. Hopefully they decide to just kind of keep things out of the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope so. And you know, when you when it when it comes to plugins like these, there are there are there are reasons to have some type of you know banner that pops up or some type of something that pops up to let you know that something's changed. But I think after right. that, it should never have to really. It should tell you like, hey, just let you know, Bold Grids now owns mm -hmm. this or whatever. I don't even know if that is even important. Especially like one of my users wouldn't care less. Like mm -hmm. they don't care that there's a word cap that's going on right now and there's a bunch of people showing up in some you know city, you know in the u.s they don't care about that right. so for the users themselves the users really don't care and they don't care who bought what or whatever they just want to make sure that it works and continues to work mm -hmm. you know i i wouldn't have a problem if they decided if they said hey we bought this and we've made user interface improvements um you know we've made improvements so you know whether or not you have to turn redis on whether or not you have to um, you know, like it'll auto detect things for you. It'll um, give you like, um, you know, if, if they put a little more uh, WP rocket style, like polish on it, if they, if they mm -hmm. make that investment there uh, and, and kind of improve that user experience, like, yeah, crow about that. Like actually tell people like, Hey, you know, you, you set it and forget it, but take a look. There's maybe a couple things you can do to make your site even faster now. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that either. I'm sure that there would be a handful of people in the support forums who are just like, I never want to see a notification ever. Like, ah, like, why is this happening? But most folks would be like, oh, okay, it looks nicer and it's easier to, to work with. Like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll take a look at my settings and spend you know, 20 minutes in there, like trying to tune things up a little bit. Why not? Yeah. And I mean, even bold grids editor, um, I've, I've never, I've never actually used bold grids editor before. So I'm kind of looking on their website to kind of see how this, how this is set up Their Their page editor has enough of a design to it that 
they could apply that design to you know total cash and actually make it look like um, a pretty nice and pretty clean um, interface for it. it right now it, it looks just like any other you know dashboard type interface where it's just using all the basic styles and all the basic everything but right. yeah they could definitely add some to it to kind of make it look a little better and have it um maybe have a bit of that like you're saying um functionality check there where it's like I don't detect a Redis server, but do you have one? And what's the address and what's the host you're using for? Are you using this? Does this have this? You know, just kind of ask those extra questions. Right. Memcache and all that fun stuff. And, and of course, because of, you know, Bullgrid and the integration there, if they're like, oh, you're on Bullgrid, like, I've got that set up for you. You don't even have to answer this question. Like, that would be a great place to see this go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they've already kind of tested out how everything needs to be um, set up and essentially hide a lot of those switches that don't necessarily need to be displayed when it says, hey, we detected your own bold grid here. Here's the four things you can switch and all the rest of them we've already figured out and you're good to go. Yeah. How, how, I mean, I, none of us can speak for them, but how, how would you feel right now if you were WP Rocket and you just saw this massive investment into, um, you know, caching and potentially a, a premium caching plugin in, you know, it, like, or, or something that you can convert into a premium service. Um, like, how would you feel? Would you feel like that's a validation of what you've been doing with WP Rocket? Or would you feel uh, threatened by it a little bit? Like, you know, would you, oh, oh crap, we're going to have to start amping up our marketing um, budget. We're going to have to start, because um, WP Rocket, like, you know, they've mostly gone on word of mouth so far, right? Like, it, I'm not really running into a lot. I mean, I run an ad blocker, so I wouldn't be running into ads anyway. But, um, I'm I'm not running into a ton of ads for WP Rocket around like no and I remember WP Rocket being you know one of the plugins that you could actually use on on WP Engine um, as a caching plugin and having some of those mm-hmm. pieces I'd imagine not everything was enabled or whatever there's probably a little bit of kind of leeway between the the two or a, a special type of setting that was enabled to allow it but um you know, Dave Rocket's great, great product, and they have some great people that are that are working behind it. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the screen here, and I, I can recognize three faces that I know from their team um, yeah. at the bottom of their site. And so, the those folks over there are are great folks. Their plugin is a premium plugin that looks really, really nice and works really well. So, um, yeah, it's a solid plugin. So, but, but, you've, if, but you've gotten an investment from like uh, effectively the eight hundred pound gorilla of um, of caching plugins, right? I think I think for that you need to be if you're WP Rocket or any of the other ones, um, you need to you need to get better partnerships in place. Like just looking at WP Rocket's partnerships here that they have with folks, you know, they, they work with Beaver Builder, they work, work with CoSchedule, they work with Codable, main WP, like they've already kind of have started to establish these okay. things. Um, what's, what's, what's tricky or interesting when you're in a space like this, especially if you're a web host is you, unless you're somebody who has multiple web host brands under the same umbrella, you right. can't really go to another web host and be like, hey, you know, we're bold grid. 
we made we have this plugin that we acquired. We would love to partner with your with one of our competitors to have this product show up. So you're kind of stuck with that. Where right. with, with WP Rocket, they can be with anybody and they can work with anybody and they can put all of those brands on there and and be able to kind of um, work that way. And not everyone hosts with Multigrid. Yeah, and, and I, I will say that there was a pretty big uh, streak of reluctance to even when I was looking at the the Redis plugins. Um, that yeah, I mean, there's just a small handful available. Uh, the fact that um, the the Pantheon one that we settled on was from a competitor, it was like, hey, do we want to give even this little developed by credit to to a competitor? Like, do we want to say, like, yeah, we're running? But like, honestly, that's part of the beauty of open source software. You exactly. you run something that was written by a competitor, and and we're you know a, a rising tide, you know. Yeah, that, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, so, well, really, you can also be a competitor of your upstream. So, like, if you're somebody who hosts, if you're if you're a web host company and you're using um, Amazon, and Amazon, you're using their servers to host your stuff. You can also not. You could also use Amazon and not use anybody and still host your stuff. Like, right. you know, you have that kind of thing as well. I mean, if Amazon got in the business of hosting WordPress, okay, then. That, <laughs> that kind of yeah. adds the whole thing all together. They're like, oh yeah, one click Amazon install or one click uh, WordPress install on Amazon. Uh, that would be a, a very interesting thing. But um, yeah, I mean, there I don't see any I don't see any problem with that. I mean, there's plenty of competitors that have used one another's things. I'd imagine in the Linux space, just in general, that you could have a particular project um, that that maybe like Red Hat made. That now some other you know some other uh, distributions now using as well like mm-hmm. that sort of thing so eh, you know yeah one thing that we didn't talk yet uh, is also like the upsell right part of this because they probably can make money out of the CDN aspect of this too right the sure. partnership with someone Max CDN or someone absolutely probably a lot of money there too you know the upsells that a caching plugin could you know bring to the table. Uh, I don't know if they have. I, I'm looking here if they do have. I think they, they they do offer CDN from multiple sources, right? Or is it just from one specific one? Yeah, it uh, looks like. I mean, I mean, I've never hosted with Bolt Grid, so I'm having to do a little bit of research on I the mean, fly here. W3 Total Cash, they offer like a bunch of CDNs, right? That you can connect. Right. You, yeah. you should you should be able to plug in any CDN that uh, as long as it supports like. A pretty standard set of, yeah. Sorry, my dog was making some noise here. <laughs> no problem. I, I, yeah. I, I, think, I think Jason and I are fully familiar with dogs making noise. My Definitely. Number two. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying with that. And it might even be an opportunity for them to, um, to, to, cause like I was saying, in order for, if you're a web host and you acquire something like this, you've essentially just blocked out all the rest of the web hosts as partners that you could do. Cause it's just, that's just how it works. But with right. the CDN, on the other hand, not all web hosts are CDNs, nor do they provide CDN service. And most of the time, you should probably go going with another company anyhow as a CDN. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if they were to go and partner up with another company as a CDN provider and say, hey, you know, you could tie into this, I could see that being something that, yeah. that works. And also image optimization too, right? 
a lot of companies like uh, optimizing image for your website and stuff like that, like Kraken right. and Shark Pixel and all those. Why guys. didn't we buy this? I don't understand. I mean, we, we're we're coming up with all the great ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or they should just hire us to come up with good ideas. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, for me, it would be a conflict of uh, of interest, but uh, <laughs> right. for for Jason and Manny, it would. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So what about um, you know JD was asking about in the in the chat here um, about Supercash and how you know automatic owns Supercash and when when that when that kind of came to be um, we haven't seen much of automatic using Supercash as a way to advertise other things. No. So, well, yeah. I mean, initially Supercash was developed, I believe, by at the time an automatic employee. And that was like Just one of the slid in. Yeah. Um, so I want to say Donica did it. I, it, you know, I'm uh, mispronouncing that name. It's um, Irish and I, I my. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I know, I yeah. know what you're talking about here. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I mean, he worked on Supercash for forever. I think automatic took it over at, at some point and he might still be working on it. I'm not too sure. Uh, I haven't had to evaluate uh, cash yeah. plugins for a while and, and know all the little, I mean, honestly, since the advent of, of uh, managed hosting, a lot of these caching plugins uh, are less and less relevant because, you know, server side caching of, um, you know, the, the managed host like WP engine, like, uh, Liquid Web that rely on uh, Nginx caching and mm -hmm. um, you know that rely on Varnish and things like that. Um, you know, uh, Kinsta, Pantheon, Pagely, uh, all of them don't really lay or you know lean on uh, these caching plugins at all. So really, this shot is something at the the lower to to maybe even like low mid end of the market um so i i think it's a it's a shrewd one to to put out there uh if you're a, a host like bullgrid that you know focuses kind of on that mid-tier of the market um and and really wants people to like a beginner to mid-tier of the market and you yeah. want to get people you know using your services uh to be able to have that little bit to say Kind of like you said at the beginning, Jason, like, hey, you know, look at the job we do here, like caching uh, stuff on your servers, like how, you know, think, think of how it'll be on our servers, like, right. Um, and I think that's the difference between if you have a premium, um, a premium plugin versus uh, a, a free plugin or even a freemium plugin is that once you get into that premium plugin side of it, um, you can do whatever you want in your plugin, but right. when it comes to being a, a, a free plugin in the repository and the plugins repository that you, you know, you have, there's, there's certain things you need to do in there and that you're not, you know, allowed to start, uh, you know, hitting people up for money for all sorts of things, especially when it comes to, you know, right. web hosting or whatever else. Um, if we could spend like the last couple minutes here, what, what other, um, you know, you have all these people that are, that are at WordCamp US right now, and they they all have handfuls of money, and they're all walking around wanting to buy one another. Um, what other what other things are there out there that they should be looking at? Um, is it is it forms? 
Is it uh, like what other what other plugins are there that they should be looking at picking up? You know, I, you I don't I don't I don't think the next place that people should be looking is plugins. I think that GoDaddy made a really shrewd acquisition with uh, Sakuri, um, it, it, as far as like a security service goes. Uh, but the Sakuri has also uh, in their offerings um, that WAF that sits in yeah. front of uh, of sites. Uh, and uh, compared to Cloudflare, like uh, I, I love the Sakuri guys, but like their offering isn't quite as there as Cloudflare is. But I, I love that it's an alternative um, to um, to have like that sort of edge WAF at everything. Mm -hmm. I also think that, uh, like Manny said when he mentioned the partnership with CDNs, um, like a, a CDN, like it's one of the things that I see so many. Um, customers request things like that, like people uh, not even realizing that they can make their their uh, sites faster by, um, you know, pushing stuff off onto a CDN. Uh, so I, I feel like we might see managed uh, hosts go into uh, the CDN space. I think Automatic is killing it right now uh, with their their Photon uh, component mm -hmm. of Jetpack. It is one of the main reasons that I will actually recommend Jetpack to somebody is because of Photon. It's because of uh, the optimization that Photon puts in place. Like it'll serve up WebP images that are much smaller uh, to Chrome users, to, to browsers that support WebP. And now that, uh, now that Microsoft has the Edge browser written in Chrome and using like the, the Chromium you know, engine for that, like blink it's it's i mean you know more and more people yep. are going to be able to get webp images i i don't believe in uh, browser monoculture but uh, at the very least there's some some benefits there and i think that examining you know that and this the cdn space the WAF space is really where yeah. where well, should that be looking next. That's that's an interesting one, especially when it comes to um, you know having these uh, plugins that we're just we were just talking about today with caching and such. Those are those are places where you can definitely um, pull in those partnerships and start making things happen. So, thank you very much for all of you folks for hanging out. Go over to our website at dpwarcore.com/slash subscribe. Sorry, sorry, uh, Manny, I got to make that's that right. a little bit smaller. <laughs> but go over to dpwarcore.com/slash subscribe. <laughs> there you go, and I'll talk to y'all later. You have a good one over at WordCamp US. Bye bye.